What's going on, podcasters? My name is Connor, and welcome to the Pro Wrestling Podcast. And in today's episode, I will be reviewing Impact Wrestling Bound for Glory 2018. Let's get into this review. Alright, the first match we had to kick us off uh, at Bound for Glory, real quick. I know, I know I just went through this whole thing, but real quick, I want to say this was my first ever M, M, I, N, I'm just letting you all know right now, I'm going to stumble over my words a lot with impact. Okay, so, N, the, Jesus. Okay, so the, this was my first ever M, N, impact wrestling, uh, pay-per-view, TV, live event, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it was a pretty solid, uh, pay-per-view, uh, you know, I bought it for $40 on Fight, uh, most non-WWE pay-per-views I do buy on Fight, uh, unless you're New Japan, so, like, my Impact and Ring of Honor pay-per-views are bought on Fight. <clears throat> so, yeah, uh, first match we had was a fantastic one. Of, it was Willie Mack and Rick Swan versus Matt Seidel and Ethan Page. This was a pretty fun tag match. Uh, so what I liked about this uh, tag team match, how they, they kind of kept the pacing as a like fast-paced fever pitch uh, throughout throughout the whole, whole uh, match. Uh, Swan and Matt's uh, athleticism... They, they, it was on full display last night. I mean, Sunday night. Excuse me. Uh, they were. It, it looks like they were very comfortable with each other. And then Seidel and Page. Uh, the, the, their contrast was where it looked like Matt was taking on more of a mentor role, and Page was following his lead. Uh, most of this. I'm just gonna say it blankly. This match was a high spot fest. There were tons of high spots featuring Paige and Mac. Uh, one quick thing I want to talk about Mac is I love his Ring of Honor feud with uh, Cody uh, for the NWA title. Uh, that That is a really good storyline. Uh, Mac is one of the greatest, he's one of the most, he's a very good wrestler, uh, let's just put it that way, Mac is a fantastic wrestler, I like what he does in the ring, I like his Ring of Honor stuff, uh, yeah, anyway, uh, Paige and Mac has a different style, opposed to having a smaller wrestlers do the kind of those things, but the most important part of this match for me uh, was that there was never a point where it stalled. Uh, there there was, of course, there was a face and pearl segment, but they did that extremely well, which, and humorously as well, with Seidel reminding Paige that they should try to uh, painting Swan first before asking for the tag. I, I thought that was pretty uh, funny there. Overall, the match was pretty fun. Uh, 
exact. It, it was a proper uh, show opener. High paced match. Uh, I think if it was given about four or five minutes longer, uh, we would. I would hit the you know three four out of four star uh, category. But this match, I give a solid three out of four stars. That was a good uh, opener. And before I forget, uh, Willie um, Mac and uh, Swan uh, did defeat Matt Seidel and Ethan Page in that match. All right. So um, next up, we have Eli Drake versus James Ellsworth. Uh, this match was basically economy. Uh, I'm staggering over my own words here. Excuse me. Um, I haven't been on the ball today. This whole match was basically a comedy segment. That, uh, before the match, last nearly as long as the tag team match that came before that. To put this, uh, blatantly, it, it, it was, it was a squash match. And the consistent references to WWE... It was a meh match. James Ellsworth tried to go for the no chin music. Um, I I think this was just a comedy match. So, no rating for this. I it's pretty much a squash match and. Next up, we have Tesha Blanchard defending against Taya Valkyrie for the Impact Knockout Championship. Uh, this match was match of the night for me. Uh, Tisha Blanchard is a elite worker. Uh, what she did in that women's four-way at All-In was amazing. Uh, her work at All-In was amazing, and her work on this show was amazing as well. Uh, very good, well-worked match. Uh, Tessa's body language and increasing frustration when Ty kept kicking out of her... Uh, Signature moves. I really don't know what they're called because I, I, I again, I don't really follow Impact Wrestling. I just started watching it uh, Sunday night, so um, and it it showed in how she needed to adjust in the ring. Tessa did increasingly, despite all the top pull out all the talks. Meanwhile, Ty showed uh, that she was more than up for the challenge. Essentially. Uh, pretty much brawling Taya to draw again. Pretty much to draw. I haven't been again. Like this was the first, my first time watching Impact Wrestling. I, I don't really know if there was... I really don't have any big spots in the match. Uh, I believe Tessa went for her... Taya went for her finisher. 
and then Tessa just kicked out at two, and the and the flush the the like the look of surprise. Um. Yeah, you know. Um. Uh, overall, it was an extremely well worked match. Uh, that I had a lot of fun watching. Uh, it's pretty sad that it's only about ten minutes to shave off some of Eli Drake's pondering to New York, and this was it was easily uh. Four star match, so I give this match a four stars out of four. Next up, we got Tommy Dreamer versus Eddie Edwards. And uh, hold on, the last match Tessa Blanchard did defend, did retain her uh, women, uh, her knockouts championship there. <clears throat> Excuse me. Next up, we have Tommy bleh, Eddie Edwards versus Moose. Uh, and th- this was a pretty well. This was just a meh match. Uh, before everything happened, you know, I basically knew that me not watching Impact Wrestling very long, uh, but I I do follow I did follow up with kind of the storylines, uh, going into Bound for Glory, so. So pretty much uh, knowing what storylines and where they were, you know, yada, 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 all that fun jazz. I knew that Killer Cross would would interfere in this match. Uh, Eddie Edwards did get the win by DQ uh, once Killer Cross interrupted. And uh, then after the, after the DQ, they just kind of, uh, Killer Cross and uh, Moose just... Wailing, uh, beating up, stomping the heck out of uh, Eddie Edwards. And out comes Tommy Dreamer with a microphone. He pretty much says, Moose and Killer Cross, uh, you want to ma- fight? Uh, you got to fight. And then there we have a uh, tag team match is born. Tommy Dreamer and Eddie Edwards versus Moose and Killer Cross. Uh... Bringing out a ECW legend like Tommy Dreamer, I think they just did it for like a nostalgic uh, pop because New York is kind of ECW territory. Um, once uh, the whole match, I believe, um, the crowd was chanting ECW, ECW, you know, that ECW chant, uh, that, that kind of, you know. And from watching a match with as many shops as this match had. Wow. You're just watching so many chops. Just made my chest hurt. And I wasn't even the one taking them. And the match to me was basically an extended uh, brawl segment. An excuse not to do the previous match. The use of weapons was uh, okay, and it was hard-hitting. But I wasn't really into all this. The camera was also kind of funky in this match. Uh, and the I thought the most important segments of the match were missed out on. Uh, one out of four stars. Um, the uh, Eddie Edwards wins with the roll-up. Eddie Edwards gets uh, roll-up one, two, three. 
Tommy Dreamer and Eddie Edwards wins. Uh, Eddie Edwards, Eddie Edwards wins. Win the match. They have to keep this feud going. Um, I, I, I think that's why Eddie Edwards got the roll-up win on Moose, I believe. But, but yeah, it, it was a decent match. Not really nothing else to say about it. Alright, next up we had a match that I thought was amazing. Sammy Callahan, Jake and Dave Christ versus Pentagon Jr., Phoenix, and Kate and Brian Cage in an OVE rules match. Now, me being from Ohio, I I I love I like Sammy Callahan and OVE, but in this match I was rooting for uh, Pentagon, Phoenix, and Brian Cage, because I also like Brian Cage. He's the current X-Division champion. I think he makes a good X-Division X Division champion. I just don't know if he will defend the X-Division championship uh, any anytime soon before the end of the year. Uh, the best way to describe this match, it was like a Yum Bucks-style car crash. Uh, uh, so pretty much what OVE rules are is uh, your basic six-man tornado tag team match uh, where, you know, anything goes, um, you know. Another thing that I wanted to point out in this match is the, the ring, it looks like to be a 16 by 16 and it was just really, really small. And uh, the the ringside area was really small also. It, it, it just looked too dangerous. Uh, I know the venue they were in was is a small venue. But could you, like, push back your ringside areas just a little bit? I know you're working in the Metropolitan Ballroom. But come on. Anyway, that's just a pet peeve. Uh, and uh, people usually don't like matches where there's a lot of guys in the ring at the same time. But and if it's done right, it can be a, a great match. This match overall was a extremely solid match. If I did not like this, and this was my second favorite match of the night. I like Pentagon's work. I like P Sammy Callahan's work and Phoenix's work and Brian Cage's work and the Crest Brothers' work. It, it, it was it was amazing. Uh, the, the two, the chemistry that these two teams have in the ring is wow. Uh, both teams looked to try to gain advantage uh OVE worked in a shield-like formation, making sure they can always get in uh, the number game. And uh, especially when it came in handy when they had to take down Cage. The, the, the only pet peeve that I had in the match was 
it was it looks like more like a spot fest for the sake of doing high spots as opposed to an actual match. Um so again, first time watching Impact. Uh so maybe there's a story there there is a story to tell with all these high spots. Um I really don't know what else to say. Uh, the structure of the match, uh, Brett finished aside. The match had high energy, and it was fun to see how both teams tried to win, with one team focusing on teamwork and the other looking like it's built off each person's individual skills. And, uh, man, it, it, it's so hard to go with, like, a spot-by-spot spot in these reviews because... You know, most of these reviews, you're you're just trying to enjoy the pay per view and not take notes. Uh, that that's very hard with a live pay per view, when you're taking notes and everything's going on. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Um, Sammy Callahan uh, hits his oh, shoot. Sammy Callahan hits a fin- hits his finisher. Don't know what his finisher is called. Pins. Brian Cage, one, two, three. Sammy Callahan and the Chris Brothers defeat Pentagon Phoenix and Brian Cage. Uh, this was Brian Cage's first loss on Impact Wrestling. And he's still X Division Champion. Next up, we have... Next up, we have another pretty solid match of the night. LAX versus versus OGs in a concrete jungle death match. Uh, the stipulation, I think, in my opinion, kind of took away from the match. They they could have done better without all the extra gimmicks. Uh, purpose of lining the ring with... Okay, so they lined the ring with... Uh, they had two tables on the outside, one that said LAX and one that said OGs. Uh, they, they took the turnbuckles off, and then they took... And then they took... Uh, the Yeah, the mat and the padding off, so you just have your uh, exposed plywood, basically. Your exposed uh, lumber there. And then as soon as they took that mat off, God bless the referee. Uh, the, the 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 one of the boards popped up, and the referee's trying his best during the match to like put it back into place. Because once that board pops out of place, it ain't going back in. But God bless this referee for trying his hardest to put that board back into place. Uh. But they, but throughout the the match, the boards were moving with uh, each big impact move in the ring. Uh, I, I there was a couple points where I thought it was really dangerous. Uh, that being said, the match was okay. Uh, it was a crazy ball brawl, and that was fine with me. I'm a huge fan of hardcore wrestling. There wasn't anything over the top. It just seemed like two teams selling. A gang war, and then, uh, yeah, this this is why this review is so quick because I I I don't know much about Impact Wrestling. 
So as I get into Impact Wrestling a little bit more and watch their pay-per-views, then, uh, yeah, I will know about storylines and things like that. Uh, I give this match two out of four stars. Uh, pretty much just a anything goes brawl. Uh, it was it was pretty much all over the place in my opinion. And uh, LAX did defeat the OGs in this match. Next up is the main event. Johnny in fact. Austin Aries defending his Impact World Championship against Johnny Impact, a.k.a. Johnny Mundo, a.k.a. Johnny John Morrison. I'm gonna get used to I have to get used to calling him John Johnny Impact in my Okay. Uh, let's see. Johnny Impact has a like a Rob Van Dam type parkour style. Uh he does a lot of flips and opposed to actual wrestling, kinda similar to Rob Van Dam in my opinion. However, uh, the, the before the match, before I, I say this next part, um, they, they apparently have been beefing on Twitter a lot. I did read some of the tweets. Let me pull up uh, the tweet here and let me read it to you. Maybe if I have that tweet saved. If I have this tweet saved. Uh, let's see. Uh, hold on, guys. Uh, Austin Aries, here we go. Uh, Austin Aries says, okay, so here we go. So, okay, so one of his tweets pretty much says, uh, so John Morrison pretty much said, keep tweeting like this and I'll bring you some potatoes in case they don't have your special vegan catering in NYC. And uh, Austin Aries says, cute, I've always planned ahead, but if we're serving potatoes, I hope you don't mind ketchup. Uh, that's that's the one I could really find. I couldn't find any beef between them. Uh, anyway, his wife, I suppose, uh, was involved in the storyline because Austin Aries has said some not-so-nice things about her. Uh, more personal tone edged into this match. This match was a very well-worked made event with Austin Aries playing a role of a cocky, evil heel uh, bastard. I also thought of Morrison looked Morrison look deeper into his tool shed and had to take a higher risk in order to win that title, such as top road Spanish flying Spanish fly. Austin Aries is one of the best impact has ever had, and he showcased the best he had to offer 
in this match. Now, John Mor Johnny Impact did take the title away from Austin Aries, and Austin Aries pretty much no sold uh, John Morrison winning the title, um, and then he kind of you know just walked off stage, walked into the back, uh, with kind of no selling the whole thing, and. That leads some people to wonder, but I guess we'll find out Thursday on Impact TV. Thank you guys so much for listening to this review. Don't forget, if you like this podcast, uh, subscribe. I mean, favorite here on Anchor. Subscribe on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and Spotify Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. And have a good day. Peace.